doesn't spare expense. I don't understand what you're saying. They actually they did a good job. I mean, with yeah, this, that's right? great. That's Mitzi's uh, remains they yeah. used to patch that up. So that was good. Uh, we spent all the uh, budget on the uh, banner. Oh, I thought it was Argus's face, but yeah, the banner's good too. I believe that, by the way. Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. All right, you are uh, recording again. Thank you for your patience. Oh, thank you so much for uh, joining us here. World Famous Comedy Store Podcast. I have the great Greg Fitzsimmons. Oh my God, I'm having such deja vu right Are now. Are you? It's almost like you just said all that. Yeah. Isn't that neat? It's like you were yeah. just here. Yeah. That's how fast the time goes <laughs> since the last <laughs> since six minutes. I think it was six. Six minutes? Yeah. Wait, so. Time goes so fast. You know, it might be kind of fun since your usual co-host is not here. I know. Rick I'm Ingram sorry. Is Rick gone. Ingram is Let's talk about him a little bit. Let's shit on him. Yeah, I like this. I like where we're going with this. I mean, he's an interesting guy because he's like the most acer- acerbic guy. You know, he goes on and he shits on the crowd. Yeah. And he's got this hard edge. Mm-hmm. But yet, he's a real, like, sweetheart underneath it all, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He is, right? He's a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Like, he's Mr. Mom. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. No yeah, shit. Yeah, he does everything. What's he, his wife do? He, she's a producer. She works for E. Really? Yeah. Oh, so, so those are crazy hours if she's a producer. She, on yeah, e. she's always working, and um, he's full time. Like sometimes he'll be like, "Wait, I gotta give her love." Like I'm cold. I don't. Yeah. But he, I've seen him with his daughter, and it's amazing. Yeah. He's adorable. Yeah. Like, it's like, oh, that guy just shit on everyone in the main room. Right. That same guy. Right. Yeah. Rick Ingram. Interesting. Yeah, he's a little crazy. Complex I, guy, huh? A fucking maniac is what they Do you they think he's an it. unhappy guy? Yes. I think he's happily miserable. Yeah. I think he enjoys it. I remember Marin said to him in the hallway one time, hey, man, the anger doesn't work. <laughs> dead. I was dead. I was like, no. <laughs> I love that hey, coming pot, from Marin. Yeah. It took it took Marin fucking thirty years to get the anger to work. So long, yeah. And I, I love Marin, but like when I first met him in the early nineties, he was here for a stint, and he was still drinking, but he didn't remember me. And I was like, "Dude, mm. you were here every fucking night, you mm. know, for a good two years, solid two years." Like, and I remember his crew he hung out with, and he's like, "I'll bring them up," and he'll be like. Remember that guy? Fuck. But he was like this angry little ball of fire. Mm. He was always great on stage. Like he never was like a shitty comic that got better. You were here me. back then. So you were around when Kinnison was here. I like that you looked at me like that. Yeah. Um. I no Kinnison passed unfortunately in ninety two. I started in ninety three mm. because I remember one of my first nights here. Um, the owner, Mitzi, was sitting in the main room and a couple other comments. I think it was like Alan Steven. 
I only remember Alan, maybe John Mulrooney. I forget, but I remember Alan specifically because he was always so nice to me and he was like very close to Mitzi. Mm-hmm. So, and I was brand spanking new, maybe like two months, three months tops. And I walked in the main room and I was thinking, fuck, she's still in there. Like I couldn't leave until they left because mm-hmm. that was my section. And I was so pissed. And we were here till about four. 4 30 in the oh, morning oh no shit and i'm like i'm 21 i'm like the fuck is this shit mm-hmm. right like i just i want to go part i want to drink too you know because they were just drinking it was a year anniversary oh i didn't know okay. i i didn't know i was just an idiot i wasn't interested in comedy i was just you know uh moved out here to be an actress and got a job at the comedy store mm. with zero aspirations to be a comic and or know anything about comedy like, I knew of it, but I, you know, I knew the big dogs. Yeah. That was it. Like, I wouldn't know how you get into it. I just figure you do movies and get into it at some point. So when you were blowing guys, it was for acting work. It wasn't for comedy. Absolutely. And yeah. I'll tell you this. It was for theater acting work, which makes it even <laughs> less. Than... So you have AIDS. <laughs> if, you're, if you were sucking theater dick. You this are is HIV. Not an very... AIDS spot. It's an AIDS spot. It's different, and people always judge. Um, but it's true. Like I moved here, but I wanted to move to New York from Philly, and I moved to LA. But the reason was it was cheaper. The, the rent here was eight hundred for a two bedroom. Uh-huh. In New York, for like this size, was fifteen hundred. Mm-hmm. 1600 maybe you know mm-hmm. but now i'm like Fuck, why didn't i go to new york you know what i mean because but i probably would have never got into comedy because i didn't start comedy till 2007 i'm a late bloomer mm. so, and i was waiting tables here for 12 years left came back a year later as a comic oh, if that's not psychotic behavior i don't that know what is it is crazy i know so we can't shit on rick too much knowing i'm a blatant psychopath yeah, I think you guys. It makes sense that you guys host this thing together. It's a matter of who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna snap first. Yeah, because right. we both have anger issues uh-huh. in different ways. Like Rick verbally uh, assaults people. I do that a little bit, but I much prefer to physically assault. Like I'm just. What's the worst better. physical fight that you ever got into? Really, um, I know it so well, and it's it's uncomfortable to think about. And the girl that I had the fight with. This is back in Philly. This is in Philly. Uh, a little background on her. Um, maybe about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, she, her boyfriend turned state's evidence. And the whole city of gangsters were after her. And um, she would just walk in the streets with guns on her hip. Like old Western style. Uh Going, yeah, come on, bring it, whatever you want. The whole mob was hysterical. It was the highest ranking turncoat ever in Philly mob. That's what that was her boyfriend. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. This girl was. She was Italian? I got to be honest, I don't know. Mm. I'm never going to say her name, but probably. She looked more Irish. She was freckly and light skinned. So this is 10, 12 years ago. She's still around? Oh, she's still around. She's trying to sell a script now. I, I get nervous when I go home because I'm like, fuck, she might think I have connections. Like, oh, I don't, don't want to get involved. 
because what happened was when uh when i was younger obviously like 19 13 i know i had to be 14 because 14 or 15 because my best friend was pregnant naturally mm-hmm. and um there was some younger girls having a fight and they had got me involved and when i went there i realized ah they're young work it out amongst yourself and i might have said some shit like you know, figure it out. Don't be a twat, blah, 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 whatever. And I walked away. Like, it wasn't my, I would never fight girls that, they were like four years younger. So I left. And then out of nowhere, this girl came after me because the young girl said that I hit them. Oh. And I, I, I would not, I, it's not who I am. Uh-huh. And that girl now lives on my mother's street and she always sees my mother and she's like, tell Eleanor. I said, hi. I said, you tell her, go fuck herself. You tell her every day, go fuck herself. This was the mole's girlfriend. Yeah. No, uh, no, this is that girl. Oh, the little fight. girl who said that the you The little hit girl them. who yeah. rat the younger right, girl right, who right. ratted me out. Yeah. Or whatever made up a story. Uh-huh. So I was at this playground across from my mom's house and this crazy girl rolled up and she was very tough. I knew all about her. They used to jump girls all the time. I nearly got jumped by them once and didn't know it, but I heard them. And I ran a dip, I ran up an alleyway and down, like I just like Eric Dickerson through the backfield. Uh-huh. I was just out. Yeah. I was I was like, oh fuck this, I'm not in my neighborhood. So I just and I was by myself. But I realized it was them later. I was like, fuck, those girls are crazy. So those girls come walking in my playground. What am I gonna do? They got nunchucks and change. No. Yep. What the fuck? And I, I was like, fuck me. And it's just you? <clears throat> No, the whole play, uh, uh, the playground was packed. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm with my best friend who's pregnant. So maybe I was 15 because she was, she had the baby when she was 16 or <laughs> a year apart. Um, she, so I was like, uh, what the fuck? So they go, we're looking for Eleanor Kerrigan. I go, oh shit. And I knew, I felt it immediately. I felt the, and I was like, shit. And she came, she came at me and she started saying that girl's name and this. And I go, look, I, that, didn't happen i tried to defend myself and then she went to hit me with uh, like a stick that had a chain on it it wasn't like a it was like a homemade nunchuck like the warriors yeah like what the fuck yeah as i remember thinking and then me and franny uh, my friend we just we were like fuck so we just ran because they had weapons Uh we were like shit we're looking for stuff right and then i was like i can't run out of my own neighborhood i'll never live this down i'm i'm a street fighter but they got weapons and I just, uh, this is so awful, but I remember she got me by the throat and she had a knife to my throat and my best friend, Timmy Martin went, uh, he goes, I got you. And he threw a knife to me, but it was a butter knife. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember being like, did he throw you jelly too? (laughs) Did you want me to butter her neck? (laughs) I don't like it was frightening right yeah. and then like all these people got like my friend kim del bono all these people got involved trying to pry this girl off me because it and while we were like going around holding my butter knife to her real knife to next like i wouldn't let go either because mm-hmm. i was like fuck this i can't not in my own neighborhood so as we were turning one of her friends went to stab me in the back and this other kid joey russo just tackled her and i was wondering why is joey tackling some lady i mean not joey raymond 
mm-hmm. his older brother. But I was like, why is he tackling her? Like, I didn't even know. I yeah. would've, it would have been lights out. Right. So, I like, it was the scariest and weirdest Damn. fucking fight I'd That's ever been insane. in. That's insane. And for years, this girl would come after me for no reason. And finally, I had a, a friend just step in and squash it. Like, mm-hmm. d- you're just chasing the wrong person. She's never going to back down to you. And, you know... Uh, it's always just going to be this weird fucking tug of war. Yeah. Unless you come with all your friends like she would do with weapons. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I thought my friend was going to go into labor. Like she's 16 years old in her Catholic school uniform. Classy. That's a fucking. That was a scary. If you want to get pregnant, put one of those Catholic schoolgirl <laughs> uniforms on. Forget in vitro fertilization. Right. Plaid like- skirt. That's all you need. It wasn't plaid. Ours was solid. Yeah. Um, all girl Catholic high school. Most of the girls were pregnant. Mm-hmm. All immaculate conceptions. Obviously. Yeah. And I don't know who was bringing in the semen, but that shit got in there. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Did you go to Catholic school growing up? No, but I grew up Catholic, so I went to like uh, catechism. Went, went to yeah Wednesday night classes, Wednesday night. Oh. CCD classes on Wednesday nights, and then church on Sunday. And <clears throat> we used to be. We were such fuck ups that we used to go to this one. Uh, you mean your family or just you? you no, the my CCD friends. Kids my friends. Got it. Okay. And uh, and our parents thought that they we were in so much trouble. Our parents were like, "This will straighten them out." You know, we'll send them to CCD. Oh, sure. sure. And so we we went to this guy, Mister Agro's house, <laughs> and uh, we used to torture. We used to torture his wife. Amazing. His wife would teach us, and I mean the shit we did. And I remember one week, I went up and he had a, a tropical fish tank. Okay. And I went up to the thermostat before we left, and I fucking cranked it. I cranked it up as high as it could go. <laughs> and we came back the next week. There was no fucking fish left in that tank. That thing was empty. It was just water. Murder. And the bubbles were still going. Like, he left them in. Wish. He kept the bubbles going. And he comes down, and we're sitting there. And uh, and he goes, uh, one of you guys killed all my fish. <gasps> and I go, it wasn't, wasn't a fish the sign of Jesus? I had to bow my head. I almost broke my neck on that one. And mm-hmm. he goes, uh, he goes, yeah. I go, that's bad. Then. <laughs> and he fucking came at me and his wife like grabbed him. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and they kicked me and another kid. But then it was Brian Van Horn. Else. We got kicked out. We had to go to the next town down for CCD classes on Wednesday nights. And where is this? In New York? Yeah. The next town down? Why next didn't they have down. it at a hole? Why would they have it at somebody's house? Well, because it was Children like these parents, terrible. they were Eucharistic ministers. You know, oh, the, the, the people know that are, well. they're not quite up to being priests and nuns, but they think they fantasize about it. Is a Eucharist. Oh, parent. really? Not anymore. Kids graduated. So she's like, bye. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but what they usually do also is they bring the uh, Eucharist to disabled people. They'll go yes. to people's homes yes, and yes, they'll yes. give them communion. And they're they're licensed to do it by the church. Yeah, they do marriage counseling. It's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I've had uh, my my sister was sick, so they used to come to the house mm. with the Eucharist. Um, sometimes it was a nun. Sometimes it was just our friend, my mom's neighbor. That, yeah, like was the Eucharistic minister. And then uh, also when my parents were getting divorced, well, I guess they it wasn't a Eucharistic minister; it was the actual priest. Yeah. Uh-huh. That would try to keep them together. My mom always defends him, even though we hated him. She's like, 
he was a good guy. He tried to keep your father and I together. And I'm like, daddy's an asshole. Like, yeah. He should have just said that. Right. Like, but I get it. I, I, I'm, you're lucky that you didn't have to go to Catholic school, though. Well, both my parents uh, went to Catholic schools in the Bronx, and they got the shit kicked out of them by the priests and the nuns. Sure, that's why we didn't like this guy. So that's why my my, my both my parents were like, "You're not going to Catholic school yeah, because of that." Then. Yeah. So, but you know, look, Catholic schools. My son's going to a Catholic college right now. Really? That's great. Yeah. My Go niece on. went, and my nephew goes now. To a Catholic, Catholic college? college. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What schools? Newman on the East Coast. Uh, never it's heard like of it. Right outside of Philadelphia. I don't know why you got to look away. Like, never, like they're not Notre Dame. Jesus. Well, <laughs> you know, it's nice. It's <laughs> nice that they're going to a college. It's a college. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so it funny because my, my sons, I were, we didn't raise them Catholic, but his, his final two choices of colleges were Fordham and DePaul, which are both oh, Catholic wow. schools. Yeah. And, great uh, schools too. Though. And I think it's great because like Catholics, Catholics are great people. You know, we really are. We're we're good people. We're good we, people. We walk the walk. We do service. Yeah. You know, we have some spirituality, and you know, there's a horrible history of abuse in the church, but that has nothing to do with like your average working class Catholic people that are, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I, Look, it, it, I feel like it's a great message that gets misunderstood quite often. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you're right. My mom is probably one of the best people I've ever met in my life. She's very Catholic. But then I know that idiot priest that she would defend that would mess with my brother, Charlie. Like, it's just not cool. Okay. Give me your favorite commandment and your least favorite commandment. My favorite commandment? Um... I don't like being told what to do. Uh, so I don't know. I guess uh, honor their mother and father. That's your favorite? You just dishonored your father. You just talked shit All about right, your you're, father. You're absolutely right. Uh, <laughs> you just broke your favorite commandment. I'm not saying it's my favorite. I don't have a favorite commandment. How can you not have a favorite commandment? Who has a favorite commandment? You, every Catholic, you sit there for hours in church with nothing to do except think about this shit. Yeah, there's millions of things to think about other than that shit. No, because you're yeah. praying on it. You're being praying about dating the guy in three oh, pews over, or yeah. uh, fantasizing that you're fantasizing about a priest. No, I, I would fantasize their head would explode. Like sometimes I would get mad. I had anger issues, so yeah. I didn't like being told what to do. I have trouble with like that kind of shit. Yeah, but I I, I don't think I. I think I, I got to be honest. Um, I think Bill Burr said it in a special that he broke mostly every commandment except for one. And then I realized I broke them all. You killed somebody? Technically. Really? An abortion? Uh, <laughs> I mean, technically. Yeah. <laughs> Is that... Well... How far along was it? On the, no, on the beginning, like right away. It wasn't like on the way to the emergency room. No, yeah, you do me. What am I? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. It's not gonna happen. I'm having second thoughts here. Can you turn Wait this around? Wait a minute. Around? Are we crowning? Hold on a second. You, you know what? Take a left here. Instead of going straight, take a left. <laughs> Jesus, Mary and Joseph, no. Uh, no, no, no. 
Do no, you know on Burr's, I was very young. Did you so. see his most recent special? Yes, I did. Oh my god, it's so good. I really enjoyed it, and I read some criticism online. And I was pissed. What criticism? Of course, people are idiots. Of course, is criticism because right. it's it's a person who is speaking their mind, and even pu- he admits he's pushing buttons. He's like, I don't believe all this shit. Exactly, it's, it's just saying it's shit. Fucking comedy. It's comedy. What is wrong with you idiots? I literally read something where the guy goes, oh, real, real great special. Yeah, one of the best making fun of paraplegics. Mm. No, no, you missed the joke. Yeah. You missed the whole fucking idea of the goddamn joke. Yeah. Like, I was pissed. Mm-hmm. But it's, they all do it. Who do you think the female comic is he was talking about that flicked him in the dick? I think I know who it was, but I'm not going to say I think I know too. Yeah, because I, um, I've heard him do it live a few times, uh-huh. and then technically somebody told me that it that was that person, but then they were like, "No, I don't know if it was." But mm. I was like, "I knew it." You know what I mean? Like when somebody yeah. slips, right? And then I was like, "I knew it! Right. I knew it!" Uh, it's but, a it's a great special and uh, Chappelle's special also. Chappelle's was and he great. got shit too. But it's like, thank God people are doing specials like that still. It has to be. It's like, look, I tour with Dice. He says some of the craziest shit. And in the middle of his act, he'll be like, guys, if you're really getting upset about that, like if I did anything that I say up here, I'd be doing 15 to 25 years in a maximum security Mm. person. Like, it's a joke. Yeah. Know that it's a joke. I can't help you along any more than to, obviously, this is a joke. Yeah. Right. And he, like, it's just, people get so offended by the littlest things. Like, he was, we were in New York, and um, we went to the cellar, and Attell and Jeff Ross were there, and they brought him up to the bumping mic. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to do that. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to do your little jokes and yeah. bump, and he don't know what you're doing. Yeah. And he just does his shtick. Mm-hmm. So he went up, and he was doing his shtick, and he was picking on Asians, like, hardcore, doing this new <laughs> fabulous bit that he has whatever <laughs> and the audience is in shock mm. and Attell was like Andrew I- I'm sorry I gotta I gotta I gotta butt in and he didn't want to but he had to he goes you're scaring them <laughs> like this is not he goes the guy in the front yeah. is flipping out somebody get him a, a kale salad and a a, a, a a service dog quick <laughs> like <laughs> Because, you know, they're all hipsters now in, yeah. the, in the village. So it's like the guy uh, was looking like, oh, God, he's talking uh, about Asians. There's yeah. one right there. Yeah. Does he know there's one right there? Like, terrifying. And that's the thing about, like, you think about the great comedy cities. It was It's always the ones that are, that have diversity, that have different elements. You know, New York and Philly and Boston, yeah. San Francisco. You got different people all in the same room together. And that's when the comedy's good. You know, because... Because you're, and all of a sudden, New York is getting very homogenous, and it's getting yes to where you know, yes. and everybody's complaining about it. And I didn't notice it until I saw him up there. Like I go on, I don't, you know, people disagree or whatever, you know. I don't know. I, th- I feel like I'm a people pleaser. So if I see somebody's uncomfortable, I'll switch gears for them. Uh-huh. I'm like, stop doing that. You know, I get mad at myself when I do that. Yeah. But when I saw him up there. <laughs> And I saw the fear and I was like, oh, my God, like, that's a real thing, yeah. especially in the village. Yeah. 
So yeah, to like a lot of NYU students, and then you get tourists. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's almost like the cellar could be it could be a victim of its. It's still amazing. It's yeah, but I mean, it can be a victim of its own success sometimes if they get too many people that are tourists that come in. Yeah. A lot of people were on board, but then a lot of people were scared. And I loved, um, Atel looked at them. He goes, are you guys tourists? And they were like, yeah. And he goes, well, he just saved you a trip to Staten Island. Now you don't have to go see that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and Andrew just looked at him like, what's that mean? I'm from Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> I remember. So great. I went at Atel this many years ago. We're at the uh, Boston Comedy Club in the village. Okay. And there's these like NYU girls and they're sitting there on the edge of the stage and, and they're they're uh, Chinese and they're all dressed in black and they're smoking cigarettes. Ooh, fancy. And 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 Atel just walk and they're not laughing, and Atel just walks over and just like in between jokes he goes, Hey, could you guys be more Asian? <laughs> the place laugh for like fucking ten minutes. Like you can't even do that shit anymore. No, and and that's kind of what Andrew was doing, which was weird. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like I'm so used to it. Like just say how you feel, mm. whatever. Yeah. But in certain spots, it's true. It's like people pull back, and you're mm-hmm. like, uh oh, yeah, I fucked that one up. Yeah. But you're edgy. You're an edgy guy. I mean, you talk. You speak your mind rather. Right. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky because I think I, uh, you know, I Grandfathered look. I look in. pretty. Yeah, I can. Well, I guess so. But I think that I've always like come off as a nice enough guy that I get away with stuff. Yeah. That, like you know, you know these things. I think people categorically probably are, you know, upset when Andrew talks because. <laughs> His whole the persona accent. bothers them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas if I go up there and I'm dressed in a fucking, you know, a golf shirt and khakis, and uh, you seem and I talk, safe enough. I seem safe enough that when I say <laughs> stuff, they know that it's probably not coming from a really evil place. Right, right. Which right. lets me go even further. That's true. Yeah, like I say cunt and nigger and stuff on Good stage. Good for you. I'm proud of you, huh? <laughs> Never in the same sentence, though. <laughs> Wasn't I rare through that bit? It kills me. No, what does he say? He says I never say it in the same sentence. Oh, really? So, I'm almost wow, positive. I just stole his bit I on love your it. podcast. Oh, who cares? I, I, mean, I, I think I, like him a lot. I had this whole thing about women that dress like whores, you know. And how do you know? It must yeah. be hard now for women because how does a real whore get anyone's attention? <laughs> and like it turns out, he had the same bit. Wow. We have a very similar sensibility. I love that. Yeah. That's maybe why I like you. Yeah. See, Dom, as guinea as he is, uh, is very Irish-like. Is he Is he part Irish? Nope. No, he's all Italian. But all his friends are. Yeah. Most of his friends are. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to McGettigan's. I'm like, are you? Oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, like he's always, he's like, oh, Hanlon's coming over. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You're, I, you're the opposite. You're you're the opposite. Like, I grew up in an all-Italian neighborhood. He grew up in an all-Irish. Oh. Yeah. Huh. That's why he's Irish washed. I'm Guinea washed. Guinea washed. What about you? Well, the neighborhood I was born in was Irish and Italian in the Bronx. And it was um, my grandfather hated the Italians, called me Italian. Italian. Sure. Because, from Italy. <laughs> Dom's bit. Because right, right, they would all, they would come in, they came in at the same time. 
or I think the Irish came just ahead of the Italians. Um, or the Italians come in first. All I, I know is they were fighting for the same real yes. estate. So they were, you know, they were, and the Italians looked down on the Irish because the everybody Italians, hated the Irish. I yeah, because we, 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 were, we had no skills. We were uneducated. We, we were, were scrappy. Like, Can't we just fight it out? And, and the Italians at least nap? were stonemasons. <laughs> yeah. You guys knew how to do shit. No, I'm Irish. Oh, yeah. 100%. The Italians knew how to do shit. And so. I think they really looked down on the Irish and then we couldn't stop having fucking kids, 11 <laughs> kids in a two bedroom and apartment. And they just kept fucking having them. It was, it's embarrassing. Pull out. Yeah. Just kidding. Yeah. I had my grandfather was one of 13 mm-hmm. and they all, uh, all born in Ireland. And then they all came over here one by one. Wow. Into the Bronx. And, uh, you know, and it was, it was tough. It was very tough for him. Yeah. My, my dad's side's giant. My mom, had 10 kids my mom's sister had 10 kids like we're a tribe yeah and we were in a little row home like it's just crazy and then there was the duffies and the gallagher's in our neighborhood and they all 11 kids they yeah. had like right. so all the irish crazy. families had bigger damn like there was one a, a few italian families that had like six uh-huh you know and that was woo crazy did your mom have issues with her uh, pelvic floor later in life <laughs> I uh, don't know what you mean. She used to wet herself a lot because her whole Um, vagina just fell out. Uh, But she had a hysterectomy. My friend's mother. Yeah, that's what you have to do. Well, no, but she I don't know if that's why I was really little when she had that. And because my friend's mom had a hysterectomy because her pelvic floor was falling. They my mom and her stomach came out of her her talking about stomach came out of her vagina. Yeah. She was like, wait till that happens. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Like, yeah. that's gross. Yeah. But she she said it happened to a few of her friends. So I don't know if she had the hysterectomy because of that or other. I bet she had it because of that. That's one of those it could ways be. you fix it. Like, I do a joke about it that she had a hysterectomy and there were still babies in it. And she's like, <laughs> just take it. <laughs> she hates it. She hates it. Just give it to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> she hates when i say it please mom see greg's laughing it's a big deal like an old vending machine you thought was empty oh, there's a God. couple of packs just, of marlboros at the bottom just loose cigarettes just, give away i can't i can't smoke anymore my lungs hurt honey yeah i don't that's insane to me like yeah but yeah, I've heard that what you're saying mm. now that you say it that way. Like I was like pelvic floor. Yeah, the like, stomach will come right out, and they piss themselves all the time. They no, yeah. they can't stop during continent. No. Yeah, I would not. I would flip out. I would flip out. You ever piss yourself from laughing? Because what happens with women? Close. I, I'll tell you when I get the closest, and this is gonna sound so sickening. But you ever hide from somebody? hide from somebody <laughs> like try to scare someone and you're hiding or like we how were... old are you <laughs> if you called my brother billy he'd be like i'm not hiding because i'm gonna pee my pants and i'm like wait is this a thing in our family only or like if we hide and we're like the anticipation could make us want to wet ourselves i could see that and i don't know yeah, why I get that. but even when i was a kid that's how it was and, i like, get that you know, like I've done it as an adult, like I'm going to scare him. I'm going to scare this person, whoever to. And then I'm like, 
oh my god, I have to pee. Like, yeah, pee my pants. I've never peed my pants. I was a bedwetter for years, but that's a whole nother story. I think women that have babies pee themselves. Well, sure, they more. They fuck up everything. Yeah. How many kids do you have? Six. Good for you. No, you don't. Two. Good. That's that's a rich man's family, as my mother would say. That's right. <laughs> you know, everybody I know has two kids. Bit smart. Everybody has two. Tag out. Get one of each. How and the roll? Fuck? The you know what college costs out. these days? I just dropped my son off for college. That shit is sixty grand a year Jesus. times two kids. That's a half a million dollars. Yeah, and you can't pay to have a building to get them in. No, <laughs> just kidding. No, that's you, insane. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Yeah, my brothers and sister, my sister Karen went through it with her two kids. Jimmy went through it. Now my brother Bobby's going through it with mm. his two kids. Like everybody, my brother Johnny's going to go through it next year. Everybody's coming up. It's it's brutal. Like. And my nephew, little Jimmy, he plays for the Minnesota Twins. So, really? Yeah, he went through. Um, he was he got a baseball scholarship to Temple. Then Temple canceled the baseball program. Oh, so he had a he didn't like know what to do. And then he got picked up by VCU, which was better because it's better to play in the South where it's nicer. You yeah, know, the weather you could play all year. Sure. So he went to VCU, brought those guys to like they were one game. Out, away from winning the World Series. Wow. Um, so it was amazing, like, seeing him on ESPN. Like, <laughs> But now, then the Twins, he went to an independent league, and from there, the Twins signed him. But my brother and sister-in-law have taken loan upon loans to give this kid, you know, him and his sister, because his sister went uh, five years because she changed her major. Jimmy went five years because he had to switch schools. So it's like... Plus a lot of times, he's a pitcher. <gasps> No, Jimmy's uh, um, he, now he's in center field. Yeah, because there's a lot of like for baseball players, there's a lot of act paying for coaches anything. when they play at that level. Just they, housing, anything, yeah. independently, like housing, all that stuff. It's so funny with Irish family because how many nieces and nephews do you have? Only 10. Oh. We're very slow to the take. So nine <laughs> siblings, but 10 nieces and nephews? Mm-hmm. Five had and five didn't. Yeah. I'm part of the problem. No, you're part of the solution. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Is that like we have a uh, one of my cousin's sons is a professional golfer. That's amazing, and, and it is amazing. Like that we, and it was me for a while. Like every family, every yes. Irish family picks one person that they're proud of because he made We're it proud big. Of all of them, and yeah. but no, but there's one that you really like. <laughs> it validates, like you know, we don't talk Sean, about Jimmy's an listening. alcoholic. We don't yeah. talk about Uncle Dennis who made out with our <laughs> other aunt at the wedding. Oh, you know, we can't talk about aunts and uncles. That's uncomfortable. No. And you don't talk about any of the failures, but you just talk about that one fucking kid. Like, I bet you bring up that goddamn Minnesota twin in every podcast you do. For the most part, yeah. <laughs> uh, but my nephew, Sean, too. I know it's terrible, and I bring up only the boys. The girls are yeah. amazing, too. But yeah. the top four, they're the ones that, like, they're in their 20s now, mm-hmm. mid-20s. Uh, You know, Jimmy's 25 now. And... Alexa and Nicole are 27 and then Sean is 31 but Sean um he's uh he just got his doctrine like he's oh really yeah he's not like there's nothing like he married a doctor he teaches nursing like so he's gonna and he's a golfer he initially went to Penn State he was golfing but then he learned how to party (laughs) and he became a doctor uh a nurse a nurse and he's so he's so he's gonna take care of your uh your brother? My sister. My sister, sister Karen. Yeah, she's amazing. So if you have nine brothers and sisters, who is the most financially successful out of all of them? 
Good question. It might be me, and that's sad. No, I'm you're, you're just... I'm kidding. Uh, no, I don't know. I got to be honest. Because I feel like they, they're all just hardworking. I don't know who makes the most money. Mm. Uh, a lot of them, man- some of them manage it better than others. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm one of the not managing it good. Like, I'm my mother's daughter. I get it, and I give it immediately. Oh, give it to them. Oh, they need it. Oh, oh really? Over there. Oh, get scammed by this. I'm, uh-huh. I'm an idiot. Yeah. So um, I'll die alone and broke, and that's fine. But, but, like, my brother Jimmy, he works, like, five jobs, but he put both his kids through college, and he's trying to pay their, so they don't have the yeah. student loan, but he has right. the debt, you know? Right. And then my sister Karen... Makes good money, but she also did the same thing over financing things for the kids, you know, so they have. Does that make sense? It's, well, like, college is such a fuck job. Yeah. Although Sean. For middle class people, they work Sean their paid whole his lives. Debts. Sean paid his own. My and, nephew. The, and then all their savings goes to college. For what? It's so hard. But And then health, and then health coverage. College and health coverage are the yeah. two things that cripple yeah. the middle class. But my sister would stand on her head to do whatever and my brothers you know they would for their kids they yeah. would do anything you know and it's it's the same with um the all the ones that have kids they just they do whatever it is for their kids look at me i'm going to fucking omaha to tell jokes <laughs> you think i'd be doing that <laughs> yes omaha yes, nebraska what what club are you doing oh, i don't even omaha? know they just sent me the offer i'm like oh. i'm going to portland oh i'm going there too harvey's or no, helium. Helium. Oh, you're I love you. Portland. I've I've done my first time. Oh, you're gonna love it. It's a fucking great city. I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about it like this isn't gonna air three weeks after. No. <laughs> this is airing. I had a great time, guys. Yeah. In Portland. Uh, no, yeah, because I have to. I'm going out of town for like three weeks. So I'm trying to get. So you're the, banking these. Banking, banking. Yeah, I know. I got. To, I, I'm getting <clears throat> second hour. You're getting second hour. Yeah. yeah. Which is amazing. I'm yeah. thrilled that you're here because you're one of my favorites. Thank you. One of my favorites to watch, too. Killer. Oh, that's so nice to killer, hear. Killer, killer, killer. Thank you very I, much. Absolutely. I love that you're here. And how long has it been now that you're at the store, working at the store? Um, I don't know, maybe five years or so. Wow. At the most. Wow. Four. Okay. How long has Adam Eagat been here? Good. Uh, well, he was a manager first, so it's hard for me to remember because oh. he was here as a manager while we had. I think the when he started job. booking it, because I knew him from the Tempe Improv. So it could be four or five. Yeah, yeah. And so um, he he started bringing me in, but uh, but I love it. I mean, I, I'm here as much as I can be. If I'm on the road on, on the weekend, I don't usually go out much during the week because I want to see the family. Smart. So if yeah. I'm not, then I'm usually here. So you have one few nights a freshman week. year. Yeah, and you have one junior year of high school. Wow. Okay, so you got a little bit of time to breathe for a second. Yeah, it is weird though. Like the dynamic of like dropping him off at school. Every everything that's in your instinct as a parent is to not abandon your child. Of course, number one thing: don't top forget priority. your kid. <laughs> Bring your kid home, and then when you go to have take you them ever off, gotten your kid. Um, I forgot to pick them up. But I've never left them anywhere. Okay, okay, that's normal. And uh, and so you go to we go to Chicago and we spend the weekend. We spend like three days running around the city, having a blast, and we have fun. My family, when we're together on vacation, we have so the much best. fucking fun. 
I love that. Renting bikes, driving through downtown, and I uh, went to the Art Institute, and then my my daughter looks at her phone, and she's like, holy shit, my favorite band is playing in Chicago tonight, this band called The How- the the Growlers. Okay. They're, and they're really good. She's turned me on to them before. Okay. So I'm like, the concert's in three hours. We're like, Fuck it. We get four tickets. Yes. We go I to this concert. Like that. And they and it's like at this cool nightclub holds like, you know, fifteen hundred people and they go off on their own. They immediately ditch us. <laughs> and they go off on their own. And me and my wife are dancing over there. And we just had we just had a blast. And then we go to his dorm room and we un, we un, unpack him. We got fucking bags and bags of shit. Get him unpacked. Meet his meet his roommate. Hang out for like an hour. And then we gotta go get our flight. And it was so weird to leave him and to go get on a plane without him. Yeah. Come back to the house without him. It really hit hard. It was like, oh, my God. And so uh, and then we Airbnb his room the next day. (laughs) Get those fucking. Honey, you can't come home. This is a sewing room now for your mother. Leave her alone. You know, they turn it immediately. I think um, my friend was out for a week and his mother revamped the room within really? that week. And yeah. he was like, what the fuck? Like, well, I forget where he went, but it didn't work out. He came back like two months later oh. and he needed like just to stay there for a little bit. And he was like, I don't even have a fucking bed. She took everything. It was yeah. hysterical. Yeah. I was like, right. <laughs> Italian mothers, they turn it over. Yeah, you gotta turn it over. They're right. like, bye, bitch. Like, right. just. But my my sister in law is like that. Like she she gets so crazy going to see my nephew, and she'll she'll, she'll go down to Florida and bring him like lasagna, and uh-huh. co- she has my little sister make him cookies, and it's just like, oh, little Jimmy's here, let's feed him, yeah. you know, like yeah. And Nicole, the older sister, would be like, Mom, I'm starving. Like it's always the boy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. No, and I, that's why I'm glad we went to that concert for her in Chicago because it was so much all about him. Exactly. Yeah. That's the hardest part. Like, I mean, my mom had 10 kids, so we would tease her, like, if you, because she would say two kids is a rich man's family. We'd be like, all right, if you could only have two kids, which ones would you have? What'd you say? I, 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 I can't really say, but you know. <laughs> and I go, I, they didn't hear you. Yeah. Oh, honey, I don't want to say it. You know. Yeah. She's I felt so, good, didn't She it? works at every angle, doesn't she? You think she said that to each of the kids every separately? Every goddamn yeah. one of yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. Sickening. Right. I, but I was. you were talking about leaving kids. Like, I mean, she had 10 kids. Her sister had 10 kids. And when we would go to Wildwood, New Jersey, that was our big vacation. I mean, I can remember sleeping like head to foot in the bed. Like, just line them up. How did up, you even get you know? there? My dad's station wagon. Ten kids? Mm-hmm. No. Station wagon's killer. And he no. would attach, he used to hitch the doom buggy that he, him and his friends built. And sometimes he would let my brother Jimmy or Tommy stay in the doom buggy. And I'd be like, God, they're so lucky. They're back there. And wow. it's just wind, more dangerous than anything ever. Yeah. Like it was basically shitty rigged to the, thing, like tied a little rope, sparks coming out. And I was like, just <laughs> wait. We may lose them, lose them. Okay. Like, horrible. Yeah. And my dad would be like, hold on to that stuff, boy. You know, and they're just holding things down the two-hour drive. That's crazy. But, you know, there was no rules back then. But um, 
I remember my my mom tells a story. I always make my mom tell these stories because I want to write a show about her. Not a show, but a movie mm. about her because she's phenomenal. It's ridiculous, like how she kept all of us alive, mm-hmm. technically. And she, uh, they were her her my dad and her friends were going out, and the, they got in the back seat of the station wagon and they went, "Oh, somebody's doll's back here," and it was my brother Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> How many times did you? Oh, a few times that happened, honey. But you know, I nobody said anything. Like, why didn't they say, "Where's Bobby?" She made thirty (laughs) meals a day. Thirty meals a day, and she's still making them. Poor lady. No, and to and for her and and your and your dad. Mm Thirty six meals a day until he left. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, crazy. Like I always joke that when he left. I was thrilled because we needed the room. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. buddy. Thanks for helping out. So the kitchen table, how big was the kitchen table? I remember there was like a bench against the wall and it was always like broken. So it would slide. It was the best. So we would all have to like slide in there, uh-huh. just wedged in there. And then the ones that got to sit in like the regular chairs, we would just look at them like, <sighs> yeah, they're right. so important you're right, you're you right. know, with their fucking single chair. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I have my brother sweat on me because yeah. we're stuck together, uh-huh. you know, because they would just jam us in there. It would be like Edie, Billy, Bobby, me, Charlie, just jammed on a bench. Yeah. And then Johnny was left-handed or retarded, whatever you want to call him. So he had to sit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> but we would try to let him sit on the bench with us, but he would always elbow somebody. So right. Like, get this right. weirdo yeah. out of here. <laughs> Why don't you just put him on the end with his with his... Elbow flying free. Well, then my mom would have to be hit by him. Yeah. So it was it was crunch time. Like whatever, we wait at work. He had his special retard seat, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you know we're special. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, buddy. Special means retarded. Uh, um, yeah, so, but I always I I think it's just fascinating to have kids. Period. Mm. Like one, even one kid. Yeah, that, that's that's crazy to me. It's crazy that like. To do it and put them in college, like well, what? what the weird, what's weird about college is, well, really, it's like the first time they go to camp is like, oh, you do camp. Well, okay. we did not for that long, but like you know, they'd go for a couple weeks. A couple weeks. Wow. Yeah. See, that's to me exciting. The, my older brothers and sisters always talk about like when we went away to camp. I'm like, yeah, when we had money, and then oh, I got the shit end of the deal. Yeah. But I never went to camp. Yeah. You went to the playground with fucking butter knives. You goddamn right we did. Every day. That was my playground. Was there like a pool you guys could go to? Like a city pool? I was the lifeguard there for years. So was my sister Karen and so was my little sister. And we would have my brother Jimmy and Charlie as PMAs. Damn. I mean, we all worked at that pool. That pool kept us afloat, if you will. Nice. Karen would work as a bartender, my older sister. Um, And then when she got pregnant... Uh, she. I mean, she was always do the summer like daytime. But when she got pregnant, she just went bartend at night and just she would. She used to walk around the pool wearing these cute little giraffe. I remember these bathing suits she would wear because her pregnancies always looked like she just had a little distended tiny belly. Uh-huh. She's real skinny, and um, her and I look a lot alike, but we're ten years apart. And one time when she wasn't pregnant, she was. She goes, I got to go to the bathroom. And my mom lived across the street. So she goes, you put this. She made me put the whistle around my neck, put sunglasses and the hat on and walk around the pool like I was her. Now, she's 
10 years older than me. So uh-huh. I'm 11. Yeah, yeah. She's 21. <laughs> and no one questioned it. To the point where my brother uh-huh. Billy, who's where Irish twin, well, like a year apart. Yeah. So we're closest. And I see Billy and I'm like, oh, watch this. And I can do a good impression of my sister, Karen. And I blow the whistle and I go, Billy, out of the pool. You're out for the summer. Out. So he goes to my mother's house crying. Uh, He's like, Mom, Karen kicked me out of the pool. I didn't do anything. And then Karen walked out of the bathroom and he went, fucking Eleanor. (laughs) He chased me for blocks. That's hilarious. You must have gotten fucking torched in that sun. Oh, we we did. You don't belong in the sun for eight hours a day. And I would put baby oil on. I have skin cancer. Oh, really? Yeah. I have them. I have all my little marks, but baby oil. Baby oil. Yeah. And if there was a Sunday, I would come early in a bikini because you couldn't wear a bikini while during pool hours. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to have a real suit on. You can't yeah. dive in and your tits out, you know. Yeah. So um, I would come early on Sundays because we opened at one on Sundays. It was family day. So I would come early with the PMAs, help them clean. And, but I would lay out. That was my big mm. layout day for yeah. to get my belly to try to match the rest oh of my, my stained, burnt skin. Jesus. Did you just freckle? Blister. Yeah. Blister, peel, blister, peel. And all the Italian girls basically look like yeah. island girls. Right. And I just, they'd be like, are you all right? Do you need to see a doctor? Do you have noxema that you can put all over yeah. your body? Right. <laughs> I, was, I was a caddy. So I would be out oh, there. Wow. I would do two loops a day. I would ride my bike. I tell my fucking kids. My kids don't do shit. I would get up. No kids do shit. I would get up we at did everything. 6 o'clock in the morning after drinking all night. Right. I'd get on a fucking bicycle and I'd go seven miles on my bike to get to the golf course. And then I would sit there. I'd stop at the fucking Twin Donuts. I'd get a ham and egg sandwich on a roll. Mm. Salt and pepper and cheese. Amazing. And a like large a Kaiser coffee. roll. Yeah. So a Kaiser hungry. roll. I'd sit in that caddy yard with all the other caddies. Wolf that shit down. Get out on out on the course by seven thirty, eight o'clock, four hours of hilly, hilly wow. course. And I was a this is when I was like fifteen. Two big heavy golf bags. I weighed about one hundred and thirty five pounds. I walk up and down these hills, and they say the average round of golf you walk about seven miles. Yeah. So I would do that for seven miles. Come in, get my lunch, go back out on another loop, do that shit, get on the bike. Ride seven miles home, go out drinking that night. Wow. Do that all summer, my teen years. See, that's amazing. That's real shit. Yeah. That's I my mean, I didn't so work big. that hard. I walked across the street. Yeah. And <laughs> sat in a chair. <laughs> but that's more than my kids have done. But for hours at a clip, you know, yeah. eight hours a day. And we, you know, I did all the, I was working under my sister at first. And then I was a uh, head lifeguard uh-huh. for at least four or five years. Yeah. Till I was out of high school and in college, you know, because when you're 16 is when legally 15 or 16, you could start working. I forget. Uh-huh. But it was a good paycheck. And my mom didn't have to deal with me. And I was across the street. She's like, you know, the Irish go fucking start working. Did you kick any money into the family till? Uh, we had to start paying rent at about 18. Uh-huh. Yeah, that happened. So it was like pay rent or get out, bitch. Yeah. Uh, so-, <laughs> so how many bedrooms were there in the house? Two and what I like to call a half bedroom. Uh, Two and a half. Called it a whole bedroom because uh-huh. she put a canopy bed in there because there was girls in there. Uh-huh. You could barely open the door. You'd have to like wedge it. And yeah. Lodge yourself in and then yeah. get caught in that net. Right. So that was fun. Um, 
But yeah, my older sisters were in there, but we put bunk beds in there, so it helped out. But for years, I slept with my brothers. There was seven mm. of us in the front room. Oh, wow. <laughs> Pure filth. Pure Jesus. Filth. Yeah. Crazy shit. <laughs> you people are monsters. Oh. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. You're second Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know how we did it, but we did it. Some people come in the house and they're like, how did you guys survive in here? Like, it looks like a dollhouse now. Like, cause we're grown, you know? Oh, is your mom still in that house? Oh yeah. Yeah. But we still like, I was home two weeks ago working when I did that West Nyack gig and I, uh, I just stayed for Labor Day and my mom's house was jam packed. Yeah. And it was all of us and not all of us, but most of us. Yeah. All of us sometimes get there and it's like just no room, no room at all, you know, but we love it. Is the pool still there? Yes, it is. But it closes now. The city's not the same. Mm. It used to be open all summer. It was a big deal. But now too many problems. Yeah. Not enough gang fights. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's worse now, actually. It's weirder. They shoot now like they would have dumb weapons. But I mean, I guess a knife is bad, but. Now they shoot stupid mm-hmm. shit, you know. Yeah. So now they don't have PMAs. They have cops sitting there. So that neighborhood hasn't gentrified at all? A tad, but not too much. They, mm. they try, but nobody's moving. Right. You know, those like my mom's been in there. She said, I came in here in a wedding dress. They'll take me out with a tag on my toe. Mm. Okay, lady, calm down. <laughs> Fucking Irish. <laughs> Top um, three movies about Philadelphia of all time. Rocky. One, two... Uh, what am I missing? Hold on. Yeah, Philadelphia. I'm just kidding. Tom. Philadelphia. There was the one. There's so many. The one that came out a few years ago. With uh, with De Niro was the father, and they would go to the (laughs) the the football games, and the daughter was a little off, and then she was gonna dance with the guy oh the uh, silver lining yeah that's bradley cooper right yeah yeah that's delco yeah yeah i guess so so you got that delaware county that's all right i was okay um the philadelphia story the actual phil like kate katherine hepburn yeah yeah it's one of my favorites i just what's his name my mom gets mad because i I mentioned that he talks funny cary grant Uh yeah (laughs) No, <laughs> just like what the fuck is that? Is he gay? Is it gay? Is it English? It's hard know. to tell. It was is weird. he gay or English? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> but I believe he was raised like my mom would give you the whole background, and I'm like, she would All say right, Rocky, lady. She would say Rocky one, two, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think. I know there's others, but my brain is like mush right now. Uh, There's so many. I mean, like the Vince Papali movie was pretty uh, cool with Mark Wahlberg. Right. That's a true story. So that's that was a good one. They did a good job with that. Yeah. Um, Deer Hunter was that? Oh no, that was that was Pittsburgh. <laughs> that was Pittsburgh. No, it was. But it was I, Pittsburgh I, right. And Nob. right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a good one. <laughs> and the movie I make about my mom is going to be the best one. Yes. Yes. Have you written the script? Kind of. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not a good... I got How much free time do you have on the road? So much. Yes. But I'm a terrible... I write all the stories down. I'm a terrible formatter. Right. Does that make sense? Well, then you need to write it with somebody. Yes. So you're offering? No. Damn it. 
No, I'm I'm a procrastinator too. You need somebody who actually Judd Apatow's here all the time. Uh, I would talk to Judd. Yeah. You should pitch it to him. You never know. That's true. That's true. Judd's great. Yeah, I like Judd. Oh shit! It's eleven thirty. All right, we gotta um wrap this up. Jesus, I'm so sorry. How long have we been talking? Uh, over an hour. I think so. Oh my god! I'm in big trouble. That felt like a half an hour. Um. Yeah, I love you. Thank you so much for coming. I I have to go up and do the main room. No one's come down to get me. Do you think they forgot about me? What time's your spot? Ten forty-five. What? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Uh, so it's all right but it's fine it's fine this is great you're amazing ah! Greg Fitzsimmons you, right. so you'll be in Omaha when? Uh, I don't remember but I'm going to be <laughs> in uh, Philly Kansas when City Philly? Uh, Austin, Texas Cincinnati San Francisco did I say? Mm-mm. Portland do, they, do you have a website? Yeah, just go to fitzdog.com and check out my dates. Come see me. I'd love to see you. Go see him. He's amazing, hilarious, phenomenal. Thank you. you. It's so great to hang out with you. I'm going to leave all my shit down here. Bye, Rick. Thanks, Rick. Today's episode is brought to you by mybookie.com. For all your betting needs this season, check out mybookie. Yeah. Use that promo code STORE. How do you spell that? S T. O-R-E. That's right. It's like a spelling bee. Yep. They'll double, they'll double your first deposit if you use that. So that's definitely a good plan. You play, you win, you get paid. It's that simple. It's so easy to do. It's it, Look, it's a new season. Things are all mixed up now. You know, I'm only going to recommend a service to my listeners that's been good to me personally. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm living big. You know, I drive a 2013 Toyota Camry and <laughs> it didn't just fall into my lap. That's true. I happened to make a couple of really good decisions over at my bookie, and that led me to the automobile of my dreams. That's impressive. Uh, I like that. I I just love also that like my bookie has better bonuses and yep. more prop bets than any other sports book. I mean, they they just they have it all. They I have mean, live in game betting on every single NFL game. They yeah. got the most rewarding player perks in the business. And if you're a fantasy guy or girl, you know, you can even bet over under on how many fantasy points a player will score each week. Yeah. So that, you know, that adds another element to your fantasy game. Right. They're also, this year they're having the first online uh, handicap super contest. Yep. Uh, And first place is guaranteed to win at least $100,000. And it only costs $100 to get in. Yeah, that's a good bet. You know, if I'm putting 100 in, I want to make sure I'm getting at least 100,000 out. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't I don't lose. That's yeah. my thing. Put a hundred in the ATM, you don't get anything. Put it on mybookie.com. Exactly. Why right. not? Using promo code store. S T O R E. Spell the same every time. Every time That's you spell a safe it the bet. same. S T O R E. What if I spelled it wrong? That's mybookie M Y B O O K I E. And don't forget to use the promo code store S T O R E. I think they realize a lot of our listeners can't spell, and that's the important part is we got to let people right. know. Look, it's real simple. You bet, you win, yep, they pay. Easy. Do it. Don't be an idiot. Have a fun season. It's fun to gamble on a game. My mom always says, why do you gamble on the game? It makes it more stressful. No, not stressful. Exciting. It gives you a reason Exciting. to actually care. Yeah. Yes. So go to mybookie.com. Use promo code. How you spell it, Rick? S-T-O-R-E.
S-T-O-R-E. It's that simple. <laughs> no accents, because this is good old-fashioned American English. S-T-O-R-E. So we don't need, a, you know, accent, goo, or whatever that European crap is. Want to just change the accents for but you, if Listen, if you want to go to mybookie.com in different accents, fine. S-T-O-R-E. I don't know what accent that yeah, was, I'm, but I'm it was sure. exciting. It, was. it got exciting it on good. the E. <laughs> just check it out guys uh Please. go win some money and uh and then you know send it to us if one of our <laughs> listeners wins that hundred grand send us yeah give just us a, a little percentage. bit and uh you know we'll make sure to you know uh, respect you which is a rare thing we don't respect a lot mybookie.com s-t-o-r-e promo code